0: Talking about no. the Temptations today on the Music Universe podcast. Did, did you really think I was going to
1: go, my girl? See, I can't even. Because yeah, you it. just did I it. Can't. Why well, do you think I no. think you were going to do it to kick us off? <laughs> There's been several episodes you've kicked us off with screeching, not singing, but screeching. <laughs> yes, yes. So and you could tell that story Vegas, where that right? originated. <laughs> right,
0: we're on the road to Vegas when I, in July. We're going through the valleys and the
1: desolate now, plains of This was of December.
0: Oh, this was December. Right. In December, two months ago, we're driving through the desolate plains of Bakersfield to the beautiful deserts of uh, Nevada and Las Vegas. And I, I, we're singing along to Garth. And I'm singing, or I'm the only one singing. I'm thinking Buddy's going to sing. I'm thinking his daughter in the back's going to sing. Mm-mm. I'm singing along. And he looks at me and he goes, will you stop that? I said, I'm singing along. He goes, no, you're screeching along. So now my singing is called screeching. But I'll tell you what, you can groove along to the iconic Temptations, their new album, *Temptation 60, is out today, January mm-hmm. 28th. You can get it wherever you get your music. Fantastic album. We've had a chance to listen to it. There are collaborations with K. Sparks, and of course, the legendary Smokey Robinson, just an incredible r record, really, really cool. And we got to talk to all five group members. Now, you might remember late last year, we talked with the founder of the group, Otis Williams. He was receiving some honors, and we got to talk to him about his career specifically. But today, we welcome, in addition to Otis Williams, and I'm going to do this in order of seniority, Ron Tyson, Terry Weeks, Willie Green, and the newest member who joined in 2021, Tony Grant.
1: Yeah, it was a great interview. They they were super nice. They were fr- at their Los Angeles rehearsal studio prepping to, uh, prepping to tour this year where it's supposed to take them into Europe in the fall. Dates as of this recording haven't been announced yet, but uh, we're looking forward to hopefully them coming near us or if we're in one of our travel modes, we can maybe see yes. them. Uh, I, I don't know how the dates are going to pan out. Maybe we'll be able to catch them when we're in Europe later this mm-hmm. year, but um, they, they weren't wearing microphones. So if you have a little trouble hearing them, uh, yeah. I tried to adjust the audio a little bit. Yeah. Um, a little bit of an echo in the rehearsal yeah. studio where they you, were. You want to listen to, to them more than us, of course, but uh, great interview and uh, glad to have legends on the music universe podcast. What an honor to have legendary group The Temptations celebrating
0: Temptations 60, an incredible album. I've had to listen to it all day. I've been moving and grooving. I love it. I love it. I love it. I want to kick things off by first welcoming all five of you to the Music Universe podcast. And actually, I want to start with the newest member of The Temptations, Mr. Tony Grant, who joined in 2021. Uh, If you could talk about... what it feels like to be a part of such a legendary group at such a legendary, at such an important milestone?
2: Uh, I will start by saying that I'm no longer a part of a dream. Now I'm a part of a legacy. Mm -hmm. I'm a part of a trend-setting group, not a trend-following group. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm grateful for that. I'm very grateful to Mr. Otis and the rest of the guys for allowing me to be a part of this group and have this opportunity. But one of the greatest parts for me is... This is a movement. I'm a part of something that is, it transcends any amount of records I could have sold on my own. It doesn't matter. I could sell millions and never reach the lives or touch the lives that mm-hmm. this has touched throughout these years. Have, I'm going to have years. My mind You'll be my, <laughs> <laughs> my speech man.
1: Otis, you are the original member, the oldest original member of the group, and 60 years is quite a long time to be doing something like this. What makes that your your prime thing to do? What makes that your go-to thing? Is it the legacy, just everything involved with it? Yeah, staying with it for so long.
3: Well, you know, we when we come into this realm, you know, we all have a role to play. I'm thankful for God, let me do what I wanted to do ever since I was 14 years old. And to be coupled with four guys that I have around me uh, that has transcended from 64 to now. Like I've always said, you could have tipped me over with a feather before I would believe I would still be having fun 60 years later doing something that I enjoy doing because we bring some wonderful happiness to the world over. They love this group in spite of ourselves. So we know what we have here. So we try and handle it just like it's a
2: newborn baby.
0: Yeah. Ron, you are the, the, second, uh, the second most veteran, let's say, of the group. And so you came in 23 years after Dr. Williams founded it. And the sound has stayed so incredibly consistent. What makes a Motown sound and what do you attribute uh, The Temptations consistency in their music?
2: Well, I think what kind of makes The Temptations sound is that we all will probably, we've grown up in gospel, gospel backgrounds. And through that and the songs that we sing, the harmonies blend together, gives you that gospel feeling. And so we, we're like not a gospel group, but we're right on the edge of it. You know, we're just singing R&B songs.
1: Yeah. And I think that's important in this day and age, too, that you guys being, you know, together 60 years with, you know, new members here and there, that it shows the longevity that groups, uh, original groups with original music and original sounds can still keep it going and really impact a lot of people. Oh,
3: yeah. yeah. It's a labor of love. You know, you got to love it. And, mm-hmm. you know, when we're on stage, we see people literally cry you know, at the thing of remembrance, of the love of song, uh, you know, they find themselves as through us and as escapism, you know, so it's a wonderful bridge that we cross over into a, a lot of different emotions to help people uh, get through these trying times because this pandemic has really put a slam on a whole lot of things. But fortunately for us, we're still busy as a one on uh pit.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of labors of love, I want to get into this album, Temptation 60. Like I said, I've been listening to it all day. I've been cleaning up around here, getting ready for travel and packing and listening to the music. Uh, take us inside, whoever wants to talk on this, take us inside the genesis for making an album to mark the 60th anniversary. Where do you even begin with a catalog that deep with new music? Where do you begin to do? to do an album that celebrates 60
2: years. Well, you better start 59 years of other material. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it's been an absolute labor of love. Uh, it was a testament for O's, uh, his vision for what he wanted to do on the 60th, because uh, we actually did the first song that he recorded with this group. And uh, now he migrated all the way to 2022. And, uh, And still recording, that's the beauty of this. And if we didn't have such wonderful fans that have stayed with us for all the changes, for all the many years, they're still here. Mm -hmm. We'll to give it to them, you know, authentically and as best you can, they'll accept it.
1: Do you guys find that you uh, attain newer fans as you uh, release new music and even hit the road?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Um, You have a lot of young people well. I don't want to give the cutoff on what that age is, but it's very few shows like ours that you can go out and actually see live because it's a family-friendly show and you can bring your entire family to see this show and nobody will get offended. That's right. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: And I think adding when new members come in, again, Willie, you've been with since 2015, so you've been with throughout this pandemic. Tony, you came in as things started to open back up. Uh, I think that helps as well find that new audience and, and I think helps it, helps the music speak for itself and the music last.
2: Yeah, Tony's the youngster in the group now. So he, he's like a conduit to wow. that generation. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's an old youngster, but still a youngster. Thank so, you, know. uh, uh, okay, baby.
1: And, and you guys are actually uh, in Los Angeles at your uh, rehearsal studio. You're prepping to go out on the road. When uh, can we see you? And uh, when, what can fans expect besides that family-friendly atmosphere when they do come to see you?
3: Well, they will definitely see uh, what the temptation has been noted for for 60 years. We still do uh, our hits, My Girl, since I lost, well, since I lost my baby. But, uh, the way you do the things you do ain't too proud to be. And I tell the guys, you know, like we have a new album out now. I said, fellas, there are certain songs we can never take out of the line. My Girl, Get Ready, Treat Her Like a Lady. So what we have to do is try and insert songs in around what people come to see us uh, perform. Because I never will forget, a long time ago, we took out My Girl when it did over a million and what have you. And uh, so Paul said, well, we can take My Girl out because it's done what it's going to do. So we went out on the stage and we did the show. And we would call almost every name except sure. the child of God because we didn't have my girl <laughs> in that. So six songs we would never take out. So we just have to work with what we
0: have. Talking about songs that are just so synonymous with The Temptations and performing them for 60 years, it's the most cliche question you can ask an artist, but if there's anyone to ask it to, it's you. Do you ever get tired of singing those hits?
3: You know something? I've heard artists has been around about as long as the temp, if not almost. And I, with him, said, oh, well, we got tired of singing those. You know, we, I never get tired of singing My Girl, you know, because and when I hear him say that, I said, well, then they should quit the business. Because anytime people lay out their hard-earned money to come see you sing the songs that they love to hear, uh, and you come out, well, we were tired of it, so we took it out, then they should leave it alone. Because uh, you don't do that to the fans that have shown love and devotion. So we know the real side of what's happening and what keeps us out there. We never lose our trademark sound. So like I said, we just add everything in around it. But the is gonna be the temp for who we are and for who we are known for.
1: Okay, you guys are actually launching a tour. Uh, it's gonna last through the fall and you're actually hitting uh, the world, not just the US.
3: Yes, yes. I just left home, I told Tyson to tell guys that I'll be a little late because uh, the record comes out tomorrow they're getting ready to jump ahead and send it uh, over in uh, Europe, you know, which is great to hear because it comes out uh, tomorrow. A lot of times companies don't wait till they see what the record can do in the States. But uh, I got to, rather, we have to do tomorrow uh, interviews uh, for uh, two foreign countries, you know, and uh, it's a great, wonderful sound uh, to hear that because I got, after we left rehearsal yesterday, a young man said, Mr. Williams, I got your new CD. And, uh, we love it. And I'm saying, it don't come out until Friday. <laughs> 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 but I guess somebody said, what do go online and buy it, pre-order? Mm-hmm. You know, so, uh, you know, it's just a wonderful testament that how this group is still being loved throughout the many changes that we've gone
0: through. Love it. Yeah. Terry, I wanna ask you, you you came in at, exactly the, at almost exactly the middle, about as, as middle as you're gonna get right. from right. 1960 1997 now so you came in right around 3035 now you're headed up to 60. what have you seen has been the biggest change how has the group changed yet stayed the same uh, over those 30 30 years that you've been with them
2: you know um, not a whole lot has changed except the face, the commitment to the music the commitment to the choreography because every night, this audience is as educated as any audience I can think of. So anything mm-hmm. thing you do, they know it. They're singing along with you with every lyric, all the songs. So it's not like, uh, it's easy, road. Go out and have fun, but you have an educated audience in front of you and they demand that you respect this music. Yes. Absolutely. We did yeah. a show not too long ago, and it was a little girl, I guess she was about seven, eight years old,
3: and she was in awe of looking at us during the move. But when we started doing my girl, she tried to do stuff that we were gonna say that baby girl, oh music, but that will stay with her as she gets older. So uh, we are parents itching. are raising Yeah. We're yeah.
2: we're all attached to if we're singing, we're dancing. We have to. It's no, it's it's yeah. a marriage. You have to have it. That's always gonna be for the teams. Yeah, Yeah, yeah that's that's our signature. Yeah. And that be dressed, tight choreography, and yeah. great yeah. harmony, great lead singing.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that—that's what you guys were founded on. And and parents are teaching their kids right when they bring them to a temptation show or something, you know, like that. That's old school and is real and authentic. And you guys, congrats on the Broadway success, and it's now yes. on tour. And it's doing extremely well. I mean, that's not something anyone could ever, of course, predict. But how does it make you guys feel that this show moves from Broadway now to the rest of the country and maybe abroad? Who knows?
3: Well, I must say, when we started singing back during the 60s, I never would imagine that my life story, temptation life story would be on Broadway. Mm-hmm. So I saw it when they started breaking it in. First, I saw it in New York when they were really hit skeleton crew. But I saw it in Berkeley when they were really uh, defining it. And the people in the audience, they knew who I was. So they were sitting there look at the audience. I managed to show them. Then they would crane next slow <laughs> around looking at me. <laughs> and I said, I said, yeah, I'm crying too. <laughs> because it really touched my heartstrings to see uh, you know, the 10th life story on Broadway. And now, like you said, it's out on the road now. So uh, it's a wonderful testament. I give it all to God
2: you know, that's because right. all we wanted to do was say. Right. And, and it's such stuff. a great American story. Yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. beat
0: that. Yeah. No, and I know it's, it's, I believe I read that it's closing on Broadway, but it's going to live on on the road, like Buddy said. And I have to say, as somebody who lived in New York, I don't have a question here. I just want to tell you guys just for perspective. I lived in New York for seven years, and in that time, jukebox musicals came and went. Ones that were thought they were going to do absolutely excellently just absolutely took a dive. "You uh, Ain't Too Proud" is up there with the Jersey Boys as yeah. being one of the most iconic jukebox musicals of all time. And, and congratulations on on having music that translates well to that to that setting. Truly, thank
3: you. Yeah, yeah, you. yeah I, I never would imagine, you know. I I uh, just, we're blessed to have that kind of support across the board, even over in Europe. I mean, like I tell the guys, when we go to England, uh, they love our, you know, run down, but there's one song I know we've been at over there and that too, mm-hmm. and that's treated like a lady. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so right. uh, we try and keep honest uh, what they love to see the tips, uh do, because we're noted for our choreography and our harmonies and everybody is, you know, tall, nice looking. So. We try and have the right ingredients for the girls to come out and say, Ooh, I like him, you know, so, uh, yeah, we still stand true to what we're
2: known for. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Now, do you, do you think that, because uh, I know it started right before the pandemic hit and then you guys had to, you know, obviously take that time off. Do you think the pandemic helped just bring bring it to even monstrous highs?
3: Yes, yes, absolutely, because, uh uh yeah, <laughs> we're getting a little distracted here.
1: <laughs> no worries. Yeah.
3: You know what? See, what we do is like an escapism form because uh, for what the world is going through, I'm not just going to say America because uh, when I hear like um, Italy was shut down, mm-hmm. um, it was almost shut down or have been shut down. So when they can get where they can go out and enjoy themselves and forget about the tale of woe that we live in, that's what we are about. You know, uh, so we are happy that we can be of uh, that kind of uh, special anointment to uh, help people
0: remember uh, what's mm-hmm. happening. So. Yeah, I want to bring it back to the album, Temptation 60. I was just turning my uh, notes over to the track listing. You've got Let It Rain featuring Kay Sparks and you've got Is It Going to Be Yes or No featuring Smokey Robinson. So I know, uh, Dr. Williams, we had you uh, on uh the show before at length uh, and you talked at length about the collaborations with Smokey, but I wanna know uh, the collaboration with uh, Kay Sparks, uh, how that came about and uh, what it was like to do that one.
3: Well, I have to give credit to uh, our wonderful PR lady, uh, Marilyn Duxworth, uh, we were in New York and she said, oh, there's a young man. Hi, that, Marilyn. <laughs> uh, Hi,
2: Marilyn. Uh,
3: <laughs> that would to talk with you about doing a song you know, on the chips, and he did the, some production for Power um, uh, Fifty Cents uh, uh, series. And, yeah, so mm-hmm. I met him, and he sat down here, and I told, and he played me the track, and uh, then he, I said, yeah, we'll do it because what I wanted us to do. See, normally when an album comes out on the chips, it's always with the proverbial fast tone. So and I said, no, we're going to do something different. We're going to come out with a little jazz overtone. And mm-hmm. he went in there and uh, added that. And uh, then we came in with the woo-woo-wah, let them know that the tips are still part of it. But we were featuring another kind of uh, uh, interesting uh, intro into the Temptations. And those that have heard it, because I was being interviewed, and the guy said, yeah, you, you caught us off guard with that jazz <laughs> opening." <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to do. We wanted to put something else out there. So, yeah, and it, it's, it's turning out real well.
1: Yeah. Now, obviously, this album is it'll be out by the time this airs and uh, still brand new. But do you guys ever write ahead? Do you guys ever just put a bunch of songs together and then decide what's going to make the album? What might make the next one? Basically, are you preparing another one at this point with just all the music that you guys are doing?
3: Well, not right now, because this one is so fresh and new, but we open ourselves up, you know, we're not just locked into what they do or he do or whatever. I mean, we listen to anybody that should come to us with a great song, you know, because you can never tell a great song can come from anywhere and anybody. So uh, we stay very open uh, for that because we know that it's a strong scene for the Temptations uh, existence. Being part of Motown, you know, we've been around so many great songwriters and producers. We know the essence of what it takes to really come up with a great piece of product
0: for our fans to enjoy and continue the love of The Temptation. I love it. I love it. One last question for you here before we wrap up, we're we're approaching our 20 minutes here. Uh, Wanted to ask if you have, I I didn't get a chance to go look and dive into the discography, uh, but if you have recently, or if there are any plans to capture kind of what we've been talking about here, which is that fan relationship with you guys in a live album or maybe a a live uh, DVD to, capture 60 years of the Temptations.
2: I wonder to let somebody else have an uh, I was, was gonna to to say idea. that's a wonderful idea. It just came to Thank yeah. you yeah. real fast That on Now that's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: You've been doing great some homework, idea. that's great. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna keep that open for when we go back in yes, the studio. Yes, yes.
0: Yeah. Yes. Well, hey. You, you gentlemen deserve all of the success and all of the accolades and the, your place in music history. Truly. Thank you so much. Otis Williams, Ron Tyson, Terry Weeks, Willie Green, and Tony Grant. And yes, I did that in order of seniority, The Temptations. Thank you very much for being with us on the Music Universe podcast.
2: Thank you Thank
1: you guys. Take care. <laughs>
0: And again, that is Temptations 60 available today, wherever you get your music out today, right now, January 28th. It is the release date. So cool to have them and to be able to put this mm-hmm. up to celebrate 60 years of the iconic, legendary, just a cream of the crop, temptations. Just amazing, amazing. And like you saw there, we tried to talk about everybody's experience in the group because, you know, the the, the next senior person. Ron Tyson from Otis Williams, who started it yeah. in the '60s, it was twenty. It was twenty-three years later before he joined, and then after that, another another fourteen years before uh, before Terry Weeks joined, and then another almost twenty before Willie Green joined, and then the the smallest gap was between Willie and Tony Grant coming in last year. So wanted to give everybody a chance to not only talk about their experiences in the group, but their own personal journeys as well. It was fun. I have to laugh. This came about because I texted uh, their publicist who you heard them mention, Marilyn Duckworth, uh, uh, (laughs) about a non-existent concert in D.C. Let me explain. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know this story, but I have to tell yeah. our listeners because I never pass up a chance to make myself look like an idiot. <laughs> Don't have so. to try very hard.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so my friend messages me and says, do you want to go see the Temptations at the Kennedy Center? I'm like, yes. She says, okay, tickets aren't that cheap. I said, aren't that expensive. I said, okay, well, I might have a way we can, we can get in and I'll review the show and I'll reach out to the publicist. Oh, cool. Does my does my smart behind, does my intelligence kick in and go, you should Google and get some information about the time <laughs> of the show and where that, what theater at the Kennedy Center the shows. In. No, my, my goes to, hey, uh, remember me, we did the interview with Otis Williams. Do you think I could get tickets to the concert at Kennedy Center? Bloop, send. I'm sorry, I don't know about, she sends back, I'm sorry, I don't know about any concert. Ain't too proud. The Broadway show is, is sitting down there through the holiday. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I guess it is. My <laughs> friend said it was the temptations. So because I didn't Google, I looked like an idiot. <laughs> but, oh, but it was the start of a great back and forth with Marilyn. She, she texted me this week. We got to get this in for, launch day for temptation 60 get it wherever you get your music
1: yeah i mean there's no one more authentic and Mm -hmm. and timeless than the temptations and as you heard in the interview they're they're grooving and moving at the same time just as they were 60 years ago when they started it it's a family friendly show which don't see that hardly anymore and uh, you also heard them say that they had some very young kids that uh, show up and likely become lifetime fans because their parents are raising them correctly on real and authentic music and it was such a pleasure to have them and yes it was a last minute addition to this show but uh, sometimes those are the best ones that you could ever ask for indeed for the music universe podcast i'm matt and i'm buddy thanks for listening or watching if you're checking us out on youtube or igtv be sure to hit that like subscribe and share button and check us out at themusicuniverse.com. Take care.